Welcome to Divine Inspiration by Dantisha James. Today we're going to talk about shackles are broken. Yes, shackles are broken. We're going to go right into the word of God. We're going to go to Mark chapter 5, verse 2 through 9 and verse 15. It says this, and when he had come out of a, the boat, immediately there met him out of the tubes a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tubes. And no one could bind him, not even with chains, because he had often been bound with shackles and chains. And the chains had been pulled apart by him, and the shackles broken in pieces. Neither could anyone tame him. And always, night and day, he was in the mountain, and in, in the tubes, crying out, cutting himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshiped him. And he cried out with a loud voice and said, what have I to do with you, Jesus, son of the most high God? I implore you by God that you do not torment me. For he said to him, come out of the man unclean spirit. Then he asked him, what is your name? And he answered saying, my name is legions for we are many. And then they came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon possessed and had the legion sitting in the clothes in his right mind and they were afraid. So naturally shackles also known as give is U-shaped pieces of metal secure with a cleaveless pin or a bolt across the open of opening or a hinge metal loop secure with a quick release locking pin mechanism. The term also applies to handcuffs and other similar concealed restraint, restraint, restraint devices that functions in a similar manner. Topic is shackles are broken. As Jesus come out of the boat, which we know Jesus started to preach to the people when he was in the boat. This time, Jesus is going to a different territory, a different um, town in a different city. Jesus Christ steps into a new town, and as soon as he stepped in, a, a man seen him from afar off while he was coming out of the tube. A tube is a large vault, typically an underground one for burying the dead, but the man was naturally still alive with a lot of strength that no shackles or chains can hold him down naturally. It seems crazy and delusional, but his only reaction to what the unclean spirit that lives inside of him makes him act the way that he was acting. What was the unclean spirit? Legions, legions which they say they was many. What do you do when church do what do you do? Church, when there is many evil spirits living inside of living inside of you, are looking, are you looking to the world to give you the answer? The Bible says that legions, the evil spirits, was many, they was a part of Satan's dominion, living inside a human being. When we have so many problems that's overwhelming us, making us look crazy, cutting ourselves, these bad thoughts in our minds are staying in depression. The answer for it all is Jesus Christ. Deliver me, please. Jesus set me free indeed. He's the only one who has the power and authority to take to, to possess the, the demons and tell them 
to go and flee, and they have to flee because Jesus has all power and all authority. Not our main, our, our main thoughts and our own will and our, our own ways. Oh God, well God's gonna work and all that. No, 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 no. What does the word of God say? The word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword. We got to use the word of God. That's what's gonna defeat the enemy. The word of God is what defeat the enemy. Not our own ways, not our own thoughts, not our own um will. It is God's way, God's will, God's thoughts, and that's what defeat the enemy. Nothing else. Nothing else can bond up Satan but God's word, which is sharper than a two-edged sword. And we got to believe and trust God's word is working through us. His word is sharp like a sword. So we got to start using it, not leaning on our own understanding. Let's get back into the word of God. We're going to go into Mark chapter 5, verse 2 through 5. And listen to this. It says this. And when he had come out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tubes a man with an unclean spirit who has his dwelling among the tubes and no one could bind him, not even with chains, because he had often been bound with shackles in chains. And the chains had been pulled apart by him and the shackles broken in pieces. Neither could anyone tame him. And always night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tubes crying out and cutting himself with stones. Demonized people suffer from satanic oppression or influence because an evil spirit or a spirit dwelling in them. Scriptures records many occasions when Jesus Christ drove out demons. Demons are spirit beings who have personalities and intelligence. Demons are the power behind idols, idol gods, so that worship false god is essentially to worship demons. Demons can and often do live in the bodies of unbelievers and use their voice to talk. They enslave such individuals and influence them towards evil, immorality, and destructions. In Mark chapter 5, verse 6 says, when he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshiped him. He saw Jesus, he saw Jesus afar off. It's amazing to me that this man knew who Jesus was. And the first and the seducers didn't know who Jesus was. Wow, ain't that amazing? They knew God's word. They know the religious ceremonies, but they were still blinded spiritually. But this man filled with, the, with many demons saw Jesus from afar off and ran to him and to worship him on his knees. Oh, that is so much, that is so much an eye opening for us. Why? Because we thinking that the sin we live in now, that the Lord can't deliver us from it. But we see this demon possessed man with many demons inside of him. He was cutting himself, couldn't, um, couldn't nothing hold him down naturally, but he ran to Jesus and worshiped him. What are we doing, church? Why are we letting Satan destroy who we are and what we are on the inside? I was talking to someone earlier. They they say, you know, we know how we are. We pretend like everything's okay on the outside. We look good on the outside when all things are going, turmoil is going on the inside. That's not right. That's being fake. That's being pretended because that's not how it's supposed to be. Jesus, Christ, Christ, Jesus Christ's power is a power that can heal us. Jesus Christ's power is a power that can deliver us. Jesus Christ's power is a power that help us overcome. We shouldn't have to pretend to be a Christian and look good on the the outside and hell 
filthy rags and hurt and pain, what's going on the inside. No, what we got to do is deal with the truth about ourselves and humble ourselves from Almighty God and really repent and say that I'm really broken and I'm really hurt and I'm really dealing with a lot of pain. And Father, if you don't fix me, I don't know who else can fix me. I need your help, Jesus. And when we ask that question, when we repent of our sins and when we humble ourselves, we draw close to him. We don't run from him and put on this religious ceremony, religious stuff on the outside like we got it going on. We None of us got it going on without Jesus. Not one. We need to draw close to God. That's what I told her. We need to draw close to God because he's the only one who can cleanse us and heal us on the inside. I am a living testimony of that. Can't be pretending. Jesus didn't come on his earth to pretend. He came on his earth to show us the way. And when he went against Satan, he used God's word against Satan. He used his own words against Satan. And that's what we're supposed to do as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ is stop pretending that everything's okay. My God. I'm not talking to all because we have some saints in here, but we have many living in fear, anxiety, and sexual morality and caught up in sin because Satan is the evil spirit on the inside of us and on the inside of, of, the, of, of, of them who's out there in the world. Not me no more. I thank God that he filled me up with the Holy Ghost now. I thank God that he delivered me. I thank God that he converted me as well as some believers are converging, but there are some believers that are still wrestling with sin and the reason why they're wrestling with sin is because they draw they draw they're not drawing close to God God is the only one who could deliver them God is the only one who could deliver us and so in Mark chapter 5 verse 7 through 9 the word of God says this and he cried out with a loud voice and said what have I to do with you Jesus son of the most high God I implore you by God that you do not torment me for he said to him come out of the man unclean spirit and then he asked him, what is your name? And he answered, saying, my name is Legions, for we are many. The man ran and worshiped Christ. It was the devil in the man that cried with a loud voice, making use of the poor man's tongue. A legion is a number of soldiers in arms. The devil was against God and his glory. Christ and his gospel man, gospel man, gospel in their holiness and happiness, they are such we are to resist and wrestle against our numerous, and he owns, or rather he boasts, we are many as if, like he, he was saying, we are many like we are soldiers, like we are many, you, who, who can really come against us? But they were talking to the Holy One. They were talking to the righteous one. They were talking to the one who was the one who can come against them, who one told him, you, you get up out of him, unclean spirit, and they had to flee. They had to go. And so it don't make no difference how many they are. When it comes to Jesus, they all got to go. And so in Luke chapter 10, verse 19 through 20, the word of God says this. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall be any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. That's what we rejoice. That don't rejoice because the spirit is that's in them. No, rejoice because our names are written in heaven. So serpents and scorpions are terms representing the most dangerous forces of spiritual evil. Christians have power over evil spirits because Christ has given us his, his authority over Satan. 
Christ warns the disciples that they must not make power over demons or success in ministry. The primary source of their joy, the rejoicing, must come from the fact that they are redeemed from sin and destined for heaven. As disciples in God's kingdom, we are called to wage intense spiritual warfare through the power of the Holy Spirit. In this way, we can set others free from the power of darkness. Entertaining Satan's house, any place where he has strongholds attacking and overpowering him by power and proclamation of the word and destroys his weapons of demonic deception and temptations, carrying off his possessions and delivering those who have been held captive by Satan's power and giving them over to God so that they may receive forgiveness and sanctification through faith in Christ Jesus. In Mark chapter 5, verse 15, the word of God says this, Then they came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon-possessed and had them legion sitting and clothed in, in his right mind, and they were afraid. They were afraid about the man being delivered. See, most people who's in sin, who's in darkness, they are afraid to come to the light. So we as believers, instead of talking about them, gossiping about them, not talking to them, being like we, we being, you know, like we don't really know them. No, we should pray and ask God to intercede, ask God to save their souls, open up their eyes so they can see, so they will not be afraid. They're afraid because the enemy has them in bondage. And we, as children of God, we have the power and authority to trouble over Satan. We need to get back in our prayer closet. We need to get back to pray in season and out of season for the Holy Spirit can move. Thank you so much for listening to Divine Inspiration. I want to hear testimony from you. So if you can email me, dantishajames at gmail.com. I really want to make sure that someone um, be able to help someone, inspire someone, because I want to make sure I, that God is working through me for he can be able to help you. So please share a testimony of any episode you have heard on this um, radio station. I would truly appreciate that. And may God bless you. And thank you for listening to Shackles Are Broken. And no, with Jesus Christ, the shackles can be broken. We are really set free indeed. Instead of pretending like we Christians, we really need to draw close to God through his word for he can fill us up with his Holy Spirit and convert our life, be born again, give us a new heart, be filled with the Holy Ghost for we can be healed from our brokenness, for we can go through forgiveness, for we can forgive the people who cause us pain, who cause us trauma where we can keep walking the way Jesus Christ walked because we are children who set free indeed and he paid the high price for us to be set free not set free and pretend like we are got it together no we really are set free indeed thank you and God bless you bye